5: everyone I'm Carl Amari and this is Hollywood 360 the radio show that presents all things entertainment including trivia contests classic radio shows movie reviews celebrity interviews and showbiz news this hour on Hollywood 360 I'll present a classic radio detective adventure of let George do it but it's time now to play beat the host in order to beat the host, either one or both of our two Hollywood 360 listener contestants must correctly answer more multiple-choice trivia questions about Ryan Reynolds and me. Lisa Wolf is our moderator. If you show me your social security number, I'll be sure.
2: Yes, um, I'll do, get rid on that.
5: All right, Lisa, please welcome our two Hollywood 360 Lisa- listener contestants. Hi,
2: I would be happy to. First, we have Mike Stark, who is our in-studio guest. Hey, Mike. We're glad to have you playing with us today. Good to be here. Good, good. And we have Kay on the line from Mount Prospect. Hi, Kay. Hi there. I I love Mount Prospect.
5: (laughs) Well, I love Kay.
2: I like Kay and I Mount Prospect.
5: All right. Hi, Kay.
2: Hi there. Hi there. All right.
5: Let's do this. We're
2: going to do this and we are going to start with Mike.
5: Okay. Okay.
2: Mike, Ryan Reynolds got his first big break with a recurring role playing Billy On what teen soap? Is it Degrassi, 15, neighbors, or undressed?
6: I think that's Degrassi.
2: I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. That's not right. You sounded like he he knew
5: it, though. I know.
2: All Um, right. Kay, do you know this one? Um, um, 15. 15 is correct. Excellent.
5: Kay's on the board. You've
2: got it. Kay, this is for you. Ryan Reynolds had a small role in this 1999 comedy about Richard Nixon, starring Michelle Williams and Kirsten Dunst. What is the title of this? Is it Dick, Richard, Dicky or Nicky? Um, Dick. Dick is right. And she's right again. Wow. There we go. Uh-oh. Carl, you got to keep up here. All right. This 2010 film starring Ryan Reynolds took place entirely inside of a wooden coffin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it heard called of this movie. Down Under, mm-hmm. The Coffin, Coffin Baby, or Buried? Buried. Buried is right. There you go. mm Okay. That was a
5: big budget film there, right?
2: Buried. Yeah, he yeah. said the
5: whole thing takes place in, he's underground. That's, that's it's like
2: genius if you yeah, ask me.
5: Probably like $3 to make that film. <laughs>
2: right. Okay. All right, Mike, are you ready? In which film did Ryan Reynolds babysit a pop star played by Anna Faris? Is it Just Friends, Definitely Maybe, Buying the Cow, or Foolproof? Just Friends. Just Friends is right. And he's on the board. We're all on the board. You're all on the board. Nothing to it. Okay, Kay, this is for you. In what 2007 sci-fi film did Ryan Reynolds play three different characters opposite Melissa McCarthy and Hope Davis? Is it the backup plan, Just Add Water, The Nines, or Pretty Ugly People? And I wasn't looking at the other people in the room when I said that.
5: Mm, That's good. (laughs) Really? Really? (laughs)
3: Right.
2: <laughs> well I'm sorry plan. Uh, no, I'm so sorry. Why is it the backup plan, Carl? Oh,
5: so what are the uh choices left? So
2: it's just add water, the nines or pretty ugly people. The nines? The nines is right.
5: Total guess. Total guess. Carl. Yes.
2: Ryan Reynolds became a hero to frat boys when he played the title role of what? Van Wilder. Van Wilder. And he's got 1.5. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Mike, here we go. A starring role on which of these sitcoms marked Ryan Reynolds' big break in Hollywood? Is it Boston Commons, Zoe, Duncan, Jack, and Jane, Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place, or Working?
5: Two guys, a girl, and a pizza place.
2: He's got it. <laughs> Terrific. Wow. Are you impressed? I'm
5: very impressed. <laughs>
2: Good job. I'm still
5: losing. I mean because you <laughs> know, it. because uh I, I have no no idea. I have no idea. All right, well All right. case a, turn.
2: Okay. On the hit comedy The Proposal, where is Ryan Reynolds' character from? Is he from Canada, Minnesota, Maine, or Alaska? Alaska? Alaska. She's got it. Really? Yeah, that was a big part of the movie. Gosh, so. man. Gosh, man.
5: I need to be not in that uh, coffin with Ryan. <laughs> I mean, buried, right?
2: I mean, I mean, <laughs> okay, for the I'm Carl. like, you stay on that side,
5: Ryan, and <laughs> I'll stay on this side.
2: <laughs> for the movie Blade Trinity, Ryan Reynolds gained a considerable amount of muscle yes. to play a character named what?
5: Carl Amari.
2: Yes. ding, ding Is that ding, ding, right? ding, ding, ding. No, I'm so sorry. Okay. Is it Drake? The Hulk? Wolfman or Hannibal King? Hannibal King. Yes.
5: Total guess. Total guess.
2: It just sounded right. I
5: just, I don't know. Something, some weird crevice in my brain.
2: (laughs) All right. Mike, choose that one. Final round here. Last round. Mike, which film starred Ryan Reynolds as an imaginary friend? Is it waiting, paperman, chaos theory, or ordinary magic? Paper Man? Yes. What? Paper Man is correct. He's got it.
5: Oh, my gosh.
2: Okay. Huh. With what 90s singer did Ryan Reynolds have a long-term relationship and eventual engagement with? Was it Jewel, Lisa Loeb, Alanis Morissette, or Tori Amos? Tori Amos? Oh, I'm so sorry. That's not right, Oh, I know
5: this one.
2: Oh.
5: Uh, she sung that song about put your nails down my back and you know, all this crazy thing. Alanis Morissette.
2: Yes, yeah, she's got it. And Carl, this is yeah. your final that, question. She kind of
5: scares me, that girl. That song <laughs>
2: Carl, I made think...
5: me run.
2: Are you afraid of women, Carl?
5: That song made me a little, <laughs> tiny bit afraid.
2: Okay, final yeah. question. Yeah. In this 1980s film, Ryan Reynolds plays in a womanizing amusement park employee uh-huh. who makes out with Kristen Stewart. Okay. What movie is this? Is it The Goonies, Adventureland, Labyrinth, or Babes in Toyland? Um,
5: The second one, B.
2: Yes. That is right. Really? Adventureland.
5: Oh, man. I, I kicked butt here. How did
2: you do this? I don't
5: know how I did it, but Mike got three, Kay got four, and Carl got one, two, three, four, five, six and a half. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six and high. a half. Wow. All right. Well, you guys didn't beat the host, but you win fabulous prizes. Kay, did you have fun? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for playing, Kay. I appreciate it. Mike, Mike, did 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 you have fun? fun?
0: I am going to beat the host when we're done with this. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see about
5: that. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Kay. Thanks, Mike. When we come back, it's Let George Do It. Great job, Lisa. We'll be right back. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari, brought to
0: you by Reader's Digest.
5: The detective series Let George Do It came to radio in 1946. It starred Bob Bailey as XGI gi and detective for hire George Valentine. Clients came to Valentine's office after reading a newspaper carrying his classified ad, Personal notice dangers my stock and trade. If the job's too tough for you to handle, you've got a job for me, George Valentine. He said it just like that, Lisa. Yeah, exactly. Exactly good. like it. Valentine's secretary was Claire Brooks, also known as Brooksy, played by Francis Robinson, Virginia Gregg, and Lillian Baia. Other regulars included Brooksy's kid brother, Sonny, played by Eddie Firestone, Lieutenant Riley, George's nemesis on the police force, played by Wally Mayer, and elevator operator and handyman in George's apartment building, Kaleeb, played by Joseph Kearns. Sponsored by Standard Oil, Let George Do It was last heard in 1955. Of course, unless you uh, figure in that you're last going to hear it now, right? Right,
2: that's In counts. this year. Right.
5: Right? You, you know, we're going to play it now. so <laughs> uh That'll be fun, right? Yeah. Let's play it.
2: Let's play it's it. It's called Let George fun. Do
5: It. It's a good detective. It's called Nothing But The Truth. November 27, 1950. Bob Bailey stars in this. Heard on Mutual. Part one now of Let George Do It.
7: Personal notice. is my stock and trade. If the job's too tough for you to handle, you got a job for me, George Valentine. Write full details.
0: Well, greetings as usual, friend. Now, before we get down to cases, I want to ask you a question. What, in your opinion, is the dirtiest trick man can play on his fellow man? Now, don't say stealing candy from a baby, because that'll send you right back to the Bush Leagues. No, I'll tell you what I'll do. I promise you that if you'll listen to our Let George Do It adventure you'll get some of the nastiest ideas on how to louse up your neighbor that you've ever heard of. Is that a deal? Okay, suppose I let George Valentine take it from here.
1: Dear Mr. Valentine, first letter I ever written 17 years, since the last time I filed a gold claim in Nogales. Name's Tioga Tom, only honest man left in the West. If you ever heard of the castle I live in out by the desert, then you know what these railroad tickets are for. To come see me. But you don't know anything else, understand? Trouble, you fellas, you jump on conclusions. Think nobody else is smart but you. If you think I need help, then you're crazier than the people in Cactus Junction. And I ain't spit in their direction since WPA. But I do need a mite of assistance regarding the arrest of a culprit. I'm a man everybody tries to pester. On account of how rich they think I struck it. But me, I like my privacy and I aim to maintain it. P.S. The culprit I make reference to is the one who stole or made disappear or killed my dog. Only by the is, it was my C.N.I. dog. Like a chicken leg, dearie, I
4: brought a whole fryer along with some hard-boiled eggs. You know how trains are. Oops! Excuse me, while I just get my valise on the rack. Here? It's all right. I'll move my coat. Only this—yes, you is... came all the way through from the city, her huh, dearie, Claire Brooks. It says on the baggage thing. Oh my, that's a nice name. I had a boarder named Brooks once, but he died with his kidneys. Poor darling. How you like our town, Cactus Junction? It ain't much, is it?
8: Please excuse me, but really this seat is. There we are.
4: I guess there's no room for my hat, though. Have to jab it in across the aisle. Mind me to keep my eye on it. You never know. So now let's eat. Well,
8: I'm awfully sorry, madam,
4: but I'm trying to. Go on, dearie. There's plenty of chicken for both of us. Oh, but I had the most awful time wringing its neck. Oh, you should have seen me. I chased him all around the oh, yard. Oh, no. I-, I said, will you please not sit down here? The seat is taken. Oh, George. George. Yeah,
7: here I am, Angel.
4: Well, if I'd known you was that type. Oh, that's
7: you. all right, lady. Sit still, sit still. Look,
4: George. Going
7: out for a smoke. Have a nice time, Brooks. Oh,
4: George. Isn't he sweet after all? Now, my name's Carmichael, dearie, and let me tell you about this chicken. What? Chicory. Let it go, Jake. Well, here we
6: go, Mr. Valentine. Last stop before Emory's switch.
7: Emery switch. That's where we get off, huh, conductor, for Tom's?
6: Yep. Two, three-mile walk, I guess, up the hill. But there's a moon tonight. Road around the back way, but of course it's his father. Uh-huh. Kind of
7: a lonely spot for a blind man, isn't it? Yeah,
6: desert rat with money. <laughs> Probably never let a doctor touch him in his life. Seen him out there once just a couple of weeks ago. He was fumbling along, hanging on to his dog. Doesn't like people, huh? Oh, there's an old oriental been with him for years, if that's what you mean. Po Singh, cook and bottle washer. Which increases, Tommy's His whole fortune might have been in his castle, they say. <laughs> nah, I can't feel too sorry for him.
7: Tioga Tom, last honest man in the West.
6: <laughs> says him. Well, you'll be the first fish to up there for a long time, I guess. Maybe you can get your hands on some of that gold. Underway now. Hey, save me another. Hey, wait, wait for me!
7: Hey, stop Oh, play. conductor, there seems to be a guy out here wants to make
3: it really? Almost somebody too late for a train. Huh? Ridiculous! Shows a man's got no efficiency. I'm never late. Wait, will you? Hey, oh, come on, let's give him a hand. Hey, Drinking, drink. too. Can't even run hey. straight, you see? Yeah, help me, fellas. Will you please? Here, let me reach. Hey. Now, now, here, I can reach him. Hey. Oh, gee, thanks. Oh, oh, oh. Easy, there. Couldn't hey. even hang onto my hand. Hey. Hey. Don't know why we bother. He's liable to fall. Hey. Get out of the way, friend. I'll hey. hey. oh, get him. Here we go, boys. Hey. Here we
7: are. Oh, oh,
1: gee. Oh, thanks. Sorry to be in trouble was in the bar. Everybody's so nice they couldn't get
3: away. Okay,
7: okay, friend. You made it all right.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, Here's your uh, hat over here. My name's uh, Loosefoot. Want a drink? What? Uh, Loosefoot.
7: Uh, it's a name. Somebody just give it to me, I guess. I don't remember. Yeah, come on, come on. Have a Wait a, a minute. It's a huh? ticket, too. Funny. Okay, look, it fell off your hat. Take it. Give me that. Uh, uh, yeah, well, well it's, it's sure nice of you. Wow. Hey, Emery uh, Switch. It's yeah. Didn't it? Oh, oh sure, sure. I, am a necktie salesman. Got a few samples for the switchman who works there. That's all. Yeah. Well, thanks again, and and, and you too. I, uh, where'd the other guy go? Back in the car, I guess. Oh well. Uh, thank him for giving me a hand, will you? I mean, thanks. I sure. Yeah. It. Sure. Uh, Only didn't you notice this brain What that other guy tried to give you was a shove
3: I didn't shove him, Mr. Valentine I just didn't help him much I didn't want him on the train What of it?
7: Well, Mr. Flannery, I don't know
3: I'm just curious Perfect right, perfect His name's Loosefoot You know him? Who doesn't? I've done business in Cactus Junction. Lawyer. Coming this time from the city, though.
7: As far as every switch, huh? You too, maybe, huh?
3: And why not? Now, Loosefoot's the kind of a person who's always in the way. Son of an old pardoner of Tioga Tom's, who claims to be. Always claiming to have a claim on him.
7: Oh? And why are you going? What's your claim, Mr. Flannery?
3: Never ask a lawyer a direct question, young man.
7: (laughs) Spoken like an ambulance, Jason.
3: Or presume on a man's guilt before it happens. Now, I haven't really seen Tom since before he lost his eyesight. Many is the time I've handled his legal affairs now, Wait and... a minute.
7: What do you mean, guilt before it happens? What happens? What's going on tonight? You and Loosefoot. That makes three of us headed for the same place to visit a guy nobody ever visits.
3: And all on the same night. Why? Oh, you too, eh? <laughs> well, well. What's your angle? You need counsel, say so. You don't, leave me alone. Why should I say why? <laughs> I'll tell you this, though. There's four, not three. Huh? His common-law wife for six months back in 1917. Or she says she was, but that's her claim. Not a bad one.
7: You mean Tayoga Towns...
3: That big overdeveloped appetite out there in the coach. Notice her eating fried chicken. A woman, Mr. Valentine, who'd wring your neck for a favor, but charged to tell you the time. The widow, Carmichael.
4: My land, yes. That's where I live in Cactus Junction. Just to be near the poor dear. Thirty-three years I've waited... The one true love of my life. All right,
7: so you're going to see him too, but would you...
4: Four of us? Four of us? My, I think it's just friendly, that's what I think. Only even with my shoes on, it counts to five to me. Ain't that so, Cousin Henry?
7: Ah, whose cousin? Well, I guess it does, Widow.
4: George, he's some sort of a cousin of Tioga Towns. Mother's side, twas. Never very close, but blood's always thicker than water. The way I was raised. If you can't miss Brooks, here it's six of us, ain't it? Dioga, he never liked crowds, family trade. I
8: told them we were
4: going up to do a magazine story on him.
7: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But the rest of you, Mrs. Carmichael, will you please... I
4: don't hold no secrets. I'm sure you don't. I ain't afraid to speak up.
3: Remember, blood-stickin' strangers too, widow.
4: And to whom is bereavement a secret? What? What? Oh, but he'll be well again. I know he will. I brought along my nursing things. It's my opportunity as well as my duty it's the telegrams, Mr. Valentine. We all got them. Even that loose foot up in the bar car. Where Tom's nearest. Bless his adorable old soul. Now,
3: now, now, widow. The
8: telegrams? But I don't know got why... This should...
3: evening, miss. From uh, Po Singh, that heathen up the castle. Here, yeah, read for yourself. Oh,
8: thanks. Boss, very bad. Fall down, very bad. Come quick, please. Sign, Po Singh.
3: Boss,
7: very bad. A blind man, and he's already had some kind of a fall. Every
6: switch. Ten minutes, stop Switch.
7: Come on,
5: Brooksy. I got to get to a phone. I used to have a dog named Brooksy.
2: You did? Yeah. You had a dog? I
5: had a dog. You're it not was... a
2: dog person. Yeah, no,
5: I know, but I did. I had a dog. No,
2: I mean, I like animals. Yeah, yeah but listen, I Listen, I do a...
5: the show with you.
2: <laughs> Rar. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, hang on a second. There we go. Okay. Uh, a little late with the rim shot. Yeah,
2: that was Yeah, nice. I had a dog
5: named Brooksy. It was a um Let me think about this now. What I'm pretty sure it was a Maltese and poodle mix. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And a good little doggy. I did not know that. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah.
5: You know, and I think I named it from this this show. Um, but anyway, I digress. So, uh that's <laughs> uh the first portion of Let George Do It called Nothing But the Truth. We'll get back to that in just a few minutes uh, bob bailey is the star he has an a, a very recognizable voice he was yours truly johnny dollar for many many years and uh, but this was the uh, detective show he sort of his warm up to yours truly johnny dollar All right, we'll get back to that as i said i think i've been repeating myself a lot what i've been hello hello are you there uh, yeah i was Why do you to
2: repeat it one more time hello for me. <laughs> hello
5: am i dialing the right number i
2: wanted to know if you're going to repeat yourself again
5: um I was so just we'll get you we'll on. get back to that let George do it. <laughs> uh, you know, I am at least realizing that I'm uh, repeating myself. That's a good doing? thing, huh? You're, you're doing hello. What?
2: Hello, what are, you hello? Doing? are you
5: there? You're doing. What? Did you hang up on me? <laughs> <laughs> I would if I could. Oh my gosh! Yeah. All right. Here is another Ryan Reynolds movie clip. This is from 2005. It's a horror movie. Uh, take a listen. Who are you talking to? The girl lives in my closet. And what's her name? Jody. Yeah. Mm, good movie. Ah, scary stuff. All right, if you know what movie that is, call us right now. Toll free 855 360 H-360. The H is A-4. Who are you talking to? The girl who
1: lives in my
4: closet. what's her name? Jody.
5: All right, so Ryan Reynolds stars in this horror film... This actually was filmed in Chicago. Did you know yes, that, Lisa? Yes, I sure do. This movie? All right, give us a call. If you know this 2005 horror film, 855-360-H360. That's our number. It's toll-free. You'll win some fabulous prizes if you get on the air. The phone lines are open right now, so call us toll-free, 855-360-H360. We'll be right back.
0: Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360, brought to you by Reader's Digest.
5: All right, that's the great Adam West right there. And we are uh so lucky to be able to work with Adam West, the great Adam West, who was Batman in the nineteen sixties television series, and of course he's done many, 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 many things since then. And uh also he's Mayor West on Family Guy, and he works with us and we work with him, Lisa Wolf.
2: I think that's a, you know, one of his bigger accomplishments for sure. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs>
5: we are we are so honored to be yeah. able to work with the man himself the uh, the man Adam West. and uh, it's it's great,
2: right? I, I feel And I honored. get to work
5: with you, Lisa Wolf. and, and
2: I feel honored. And Lisa just had me? a birthday. It's my birthday. Happy
5: birthday, Lisa. Thank you. Uh, all right, here is a uh, another Ryan Reynolds movie clip.
2: Who are you talking to? The girl who lives in my closet. what's her name? Jody. The girl who lives in my closet. No, that's not good. Jody. <laughs> no, he doesn't have a doesn't southern sound accent. Like...
5: No. <laughs> well, let's talk with Anthony. What's going on, Anthony? Uh, I can't uh I'm, I'm clicking on Anthony, but it's not working, Mike. Can you click him, put him on? Hello? Hello, Anthony. Hey, Carl. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you?
1: Good. It's been a while since I was able to get through.
5: Well, I'm glad you made it through. What's cooking, Anthony? Oh, everything's real good. Doing great tonight. All right. You liking the show? You're listening to uh, Abbott Costello and Let George Do It and all the good stuff?
3: I love your show.
7: Oh, uh, thanks, my
5: friend. I really appreciate that. Do you know this movie? Yes, I do. What is it? The Amityville Horror. You are absolutely right and you're you're calling from Chicago. You know that they shot this film in Chicago, Anthony? No,
3: I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah,
5: they did. They shot this movie in Chicago. A bunch of my friends uh actor friends are in this movie, um cl- including Rich Komenick and a bunch of bunch of uh, people. And yeah, they shot this here. They didn't call me to be in it though. I don't know why why did why didn't they call me Anthony? I could do a horror. I don't even.
2: You.
5: I don't need any makeup. You.
2: I was just going to say it. I need, need makeup no or no
5: makeup. I, I would I would have done it with uh, for no makeup, no money, no nothing. I would have paid them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, so you're a winner, my friend. Uh, my my crabby brother will send you some fun stuff. Okay. Thank you, Carl. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you calling in, Anthony. Knew it, Lisa Wolf.
2: Yes, I remember Anthony. He
5: knew it. And Ryan Reynolds start along with Melissa George. And, you know, the little girl who says, uh,
2: there's a little monster
5: in my room or whatever, that's Chloe Grace Moretz. She grew up to be yep. Chloe Grace Moretz. Yes. And then uh, Philip Baker Hall is in this. And uh, here's a little trivia. Ryan Reynolds wore special contact lenses in many scenes to make his eyes seem black and just a, a white ring around them. Yeah, that's creepy.
2: I think wearing special contact lenses isn't that unusual. Yeah, for, well, in a horror special movie. Special effects, yeah. certainly.
5: Well, all right, let's get back now to Let George Do It.
7: Trap? What trap? What is it? Quiet,
3: Some kind of trap. I know, savvy All the same, he mix up. Oh, for the
7: love of- Look, Posting, I told you this is Mr. Valentine. I'm on my way up, but I want to find out what happened since Tom wrote me. Now if you need a doctor, or no, something... No
3: no no no. Boss, he say doctor just for horses and descending he bills. Boss dying, that's all. What? Come quick, that's all. Boss dying.
7: <laughs> dying? Come on, Brooksy, let's get our stuff off the train and get up there. I don't know what's going on.
8: But George, day before yesterday, a blind man's dog was stolen or killed, him, and then he has an accident. I know, well, I know.
7: A rugged character who probably kept moving around, dog or no dog. Sure, somebody's up to something. This
8: a bunch of people. Haven't you realized what they are?
7: Yeah, they all got telegrams.
8: You know what I mean. They're the only people in the world, apparently, who have any sort of claim against Tioga Tom. They're nothing but vultures.
7: Well, I'll go you one better, Angel. Say, ghouls. Because you want to bet a guy like Tom has never made out a will? So if he did die, they'd all want to be handy to stake out those claims, start grabbing for his gold.
8: There they go, George. All walking out together. Yeah.
7: About three miles up the hill, somebody said. Only suppose you and I just walk fast and beat him, huh? Let's get to Tom first.
8: all right. Loose foot in the widow. Look, they're certainly a pair. Cousin Henry, he's as slow as they are. Characters,
7: I tell you. There's one who's not so slow. Hey, he's not with him.
8: Who, oh, Mr. Flummer? Yeah.
7: Still in the compartment. Let's drag him along with us. I want to ask him about what he did with that seeing eye dog.
8: Ask him, George. What makes you oh, think? I'm it just
7: is... guessing. I'll tell you later, Angel. Hey Flannery, let's go. We're... George,
8: Mr. Flannery's dead.
7: Yeah, Heard it. Tioga Tom. Hmm. A legendary man in the castle overlooking the desert. He thought he didn't need help. But that was yesterday, when all that worried him was the disappearance of his seeing-eye dog. Once his protection was gone, something happened to Tom. An accident. And his only friend, Po Singh, says that he is dying. Says, come quick. The vultures, the only relatives, or ones with claims against Tom, they're gathering too. But if your name is George Valentine, you can't hurry to the castle quite as quickly as you'd like. Because one of the vultures is dead. Yes, Mr. Flannery has been murdered.
6: Holy brother of McIntosh, what are we going to all do? Right, take it easy, Conductor, take Some it easy. Some
8: sort of a sharp weapon, George.
6: Yeah, a little tiny wound in his throat. Yeah, but I got a train to worry about, and them people all scattered now. I, I better get on the telegraph.
8: George, you said you had a hunch Mr. Flannery was the one who did something to the dog.
6: Why?
7: Oh, any of these people could have got at that dog. You know, Angel, it happened yesterday. It's only 15, 20 miles from Cactus Junction out to the castle. So they could have gone back and forth. Well, then.
6: what's on your mind? Well, Mr.
8: Flannery told you he'd come all the way from the city, didn't he? Yeah, he
7: did. Neat, sharp little guy, man with efficiency. How about that, did he?
6: Well, I I don't know. I don't remember. I, I'm so rattled that I, I can't tell. There's I mud,
7: well, clay on the bottom of his shoes and in the instep, see it? I noticed when he crossed his leg and carefully creased his trousers.
6: Mr. Valentine, wait till the sheriff well, he'd been in the
7: city the day before,
6: how'd mud get there? I'm the
7: kind of guy who'd have a shine before
6: breakfast. Say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I got the stubs here, I... Yeah, yes. Mhm, Flannery, compartment. But you're right! He just got on at Cactus junction just like the others.
7: Uh-huh. So then maybe I'm wrong about the dog.
8: Oh, George, now you're confusing me even worse.
7: Well, why was he murdered? Who oh, murdered him? Maybe somebody else did something and he was up here snooping around and saw it. Quite an operator, you know that. That'd be his style. See something and just keep quiet.
6: Hey, Al, you see him?
3: Oh!
7: See a little woman, a little wobbly guy, and a stiff-jointed slowpoke?
3: I know, sure, I know. No, I didn't see him. I couldn't catch up. Already left the road, I guess. Took the trail up the hill. Oh,
7: brother... This road run around the backside of the castle.
3: You're about five miles up there. There's a place
7: you Okay, been... stay and help the conductor, will you? Let me have your truck. Yeah.
6: Well,
3: he's got to get
6: us off on the side anyway... All, right, all right, all right. You
7: guys in. worry about the train and the body. Come on, see the ghouls are on foot. We can beat them.
6: Yeah, sure. Only get that
7: sheriff here fast. One murder's enough for tonight, particularly if the second one should be me.
8: Fits the
2: description. Yeah.
7: This door, I guess. Oh. Don't see anybody inside there.
8: At least we're ahead of the others.
7: Yeah. Uphill it'll take him another half hour.
8: Only George, the murderer, if he's one of them, wouldn't stay with the others, wouldn't he run away?
7: Oh, maybe whatever this is all about isn't finished yet. Here we are, Angel. I guess we can walk right in. Oh. It's the
8: kitchen. a kitchen. Living room in here, apparently. Yeah.
7: Hello. Anybody here? Hey, Tom, where are you?
8: The place is so empty, but it's clean. That must be his room. It's the only one that... Yeah, maybe he's
7: a sleeper. George. Hey. A man dying, but his bed's empty. He's gone.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Huh? huh? What? Oh,
8: Miss Valentine. Hello. Hello, Miss. You're posing, but... Where's
3: your Tom gone? <laughs> is gone.
7: Now look, friend, what is this? A man who takes a bad fall and is dying doesn't just disappear like
3: that. Oh, Mr. Tom say Mr. Tom gone. Now, excuse me, hey, please w- wait a minute, where are you going?
6: I get a cleaver knife.
3: A what? Meet the cleaver. You sorry? Mr. Tom say you must stay.
7: Oh, he does, huh? The boss. Old honest Tom says we should stay, huh? Suppose we don't. You gonna use that thing?
6: More better. I think you stay.
7: Oh sure, okay. We'll no. Stay outside. Oh, brother Valentine, the sucker. Valentine. George, the smart
8: there's a fence boy. down here, the front way too. It's supposed to be a gate half a mile from the house. Yeah,
7: and this was a path when we started out on it. Where the deuce did we lose it? Valentine, the pathfinder. The boys. Oh, scout. George,
8: you don't know yet. how hey, oh, that... oh,
7: Easy there. We seem to be down in a gully. What?
8: the oh, trail must be up there, George. A little bridge right up over us. Come on. Now, wait a
7: minute. wasn't what I was looking at. Sawdust.
8: Hmm?
7: Yeah, sawdust. Scattered. All around here, too. Farther under the bridge.
8: Seems to be just a little footbridge.
7: Pretty far up there, though, isn't it? Yeah, sawdust has been here for a day or two. Wet. Well, here, and there's some on top of the crosspiece, too. Yeah, I see it. Somebody said trap. Something up there has been freshly sawed, Angel. Anybody coming up the trail from the front gate would have to go across that bridge, wouldn't they? And it's so dark, they couldn't yeah, see. Yeah, come on. Get up there before somebody tries to walk across it. And... Uh, oh,
1: but... Look out! Where are you going? What? Bump into a man just sitting peaceful like that. Hey, hey.
7: Woman's voice,
1: wasn't it? Yes, couldn't you see it?
7: Tom, Tioga Tom, wouldn't you know? You wouldn't know anything. Who is it, Valentine? Yeah, I'm standing right here in front of you. You're sitting in a rock waiting for something to happen. Detectives always thinking. Trouble with you, fella. But sitting nice and healthy, yeah? You know, the poor guy who had the bad tumble. Only honest man left in the West. And he gets his hired boy to send out telegrams saying he's
1: dying. <laughs> had a tumble. Broke ten ribs back in 1922. Never told a lie in my life. 19-20. So that's the way you
7: stretch it. Poor dying Tom. Been
1: dying since the day I
7: was born. So have you. So now you're sitting here waiting to hear wood break, huh? Po Singh brings you out where you can, waiting to hear people tumble through that little trap you set up there. to
1: me, every one of them. I told you that...
8: I'm afraid we don't believe anything you told us. Told
1: you I like my privacy. I aim to maintain it. Bunch of vultures, all pestering me, looking for my gold. So you hire me. See, it. an eye dog disappeared. Don't you think somebody's up to something? You jump on conclusions. Say, I had that bridge saw. But well, one of them did it.
8: Like one of them did a murder, I suppose.
1: Ain't interested in murders. Gonna die myself sometime. That's enough to worry about. Just trying to slow up the process, that's all. I steal my dog and then saw my bridge. Who do you think uses that bridge? I do. Even without my dog, I can find my way around this place. But I found him out. Yes, sir. Tom isn't going to go down with it, Huh?
7: Go on, chosen.
1: Hold your tongue.
7: Ain't you got ears?
8: Oh yes. Somebody's coming.
7: I'm going to get up on that bridge
3: before... No, this way. Hey! Hey, where am I? Who is that over there? Where's the trail? I can't see.
1: <laughs> my loving vultures. Tell everybody that friends of mine can't even find their way around. Hello, Henry. Your voice, ain't it? Tom. <laughs> Fidder and a fiddle.
3: What in the name of... Never
7: mind. Where's the rest of them? Loosefoot and the lady. Oh,
1: coming, I guess. We moved
7: kind
3: of separate. Only that telegram, Tom. What kind of a stunt... Here, yeah,
1: let me take your arm. Help no, me out. No, Quiet. No, hold. Hold. Henry Loosefoot. Mrs. Carmichael. Another county you heard from. Here, that one across three counties. Yeah, there she is. Over on the
7: other side. She's headed for the bridge. Come on. Hurry up and get her. I'll be over.
1: George,
8: we can't get up there in time. We're on the wrong side. She's coming this way. Mrs.
7: Carmichael, stop.
4: Who's that? Where are you? Stay
7: where you are. Don't come across that bridge. What
4: did you say? Oh, the bridge, yes. I see it. All right. Uh, Stop. Don't walk on it. Oh, it's you, dearie. I'm coming. Stop, I said.
3: Stop, will you? Well, I can't
4: stop till
3: I get there, Oh, Lord, she'll
4: fall. Stop. My heavens, what's all the fuss? Oh, we Out of the we way, thought... Angel, let
7: me see something.
4: What's the matter with him? Oh, dearie, what a climb. And the wind blowing my hat off all the time. What are you trying to see, George?
7: The gird is sawed half through, all right. But a board's been freshly nailed across to support it.
8: George, But who could
7: have nailed the board across? Tom and Poe Sing are the only ones up here.
8: So Tom was telling the truth. Someone else sawed it, then Tom had
4: it fixed.
7: Wait a minute. Mrs. Carmichael, where's your hat been? What? Yeah. When Flannery was murdered, a little tiny wound. He was stabbed with something sharp.
4: Well, how on blazes should I know where the pin is? But George, she pinned her hat to the seat opposite us. The seat across the aisle. I remember it. Did I? Couldn't find it when I left the train. And the
7: only person who would have noticed it or thought of using it was the one who sat down there. Cousin Henry. Yes, Cousin Henry.
4: And George, he's down there with Tom.
7: Wait a minute. What about Loosefoot? Where's he?
4: Ran on ahead, I guess. He was the fastest. And the trail's easy mark.
7: So we haven't seen him because he's probably already crossed this bridge. Probably clear up at the house by now.
4: But George
8: Tom is down there with sure, Henry. Sure,
7: sure, with Henry. Don't you see, Angel? Tom wanted to know who killed his dog and sawed the bridge. That was the reason for the phony telegrams, this whole shindig. It was to get all the vultures up here and see which one of them wouldn't walk across the bridge. Henry. And five minutes ago, Tom discovered who was guilty.
8: Well, hurry up. Yeah, him. yeah, but
7: quietly, because now it's all backwards. Now the question is, what Tom intends to do to Henry. There. There they are. And they're not moving toward the house, not moving at all.
8: Tom's got a gun, George. He's hanging on to Henry's arm. Even a blind man could shoot somebody as long as he yeah, had. Come
7: a... on, around this way. Uh. Out.
1: Well, come back, did you?
3: Get down here, Mr. Valentine. This crazy. Shut up,
1: dog killer. You'll get your chance to grumble. He's a murderer, too, you say, huh? Eh? Don't answer, Angel. Around the rock here.
7: Yeah, that's right. Now oh,
1: come on. He's crazy. You're both crazy. Everybody comes pissing me. Well, it's going to stop once for all. Sure, he killed Flannery. Flannery's another thing, snooping around the same day he was.
3: Let go of me. Let go of me. Get your hands oh, off Oh, my... no,
1: you don't. You move. The
7: gun goes off. Okay, Tom, I'm here now, right beside you. You can hand me that gun.
1: Huh? Hey, George, he let go. He just let so, go. No, you... You're... Look out. I'll get him.
7: Give me that gun, I said.
1: Where are you? Where is no, it? No, no, you don't. Oh. Detectives... Knocking my gun out sheriff will get
7: him. Don't worry. I just got an idea it might be good to save you from dying for a while, Tom.
1: <laughs> Man's dying from the day he's born. Oh,
7: sure. Honest, Tom. Rugged and independent. And I hate that guy, but shooting him while escaping might not go down so well with the jury.
1: Uh, just shooting wild? I couldn't actually... Well, would have been just blind luck if I hit him, I mean. Oh,
7: sure, sure, Tom. Be careful what you say. Don't, don't... want to tell a lie. Only honest man left in the West. Yep,
1: that's me.
7: Don't want to admit you might be a dead shot. Don't want to say right out to your blind. Even though that's how you suck at these people into coming
1: after you. <laughs> but George, he said... <laughs> Ain't a lie if a man always talks like he had to hear people to recognize him, is it? Ain't a lie to stumble around a few times you're seen, is it?
7: Busty, you take the cake. <laughs> honest as the day is short. Sure, we all jumped at conclusions, alright. Because I guess there's no law against a man with good eyesight owning a seeing eye
1: dog. Listen. Music. Don't like it. People. Don't like that. Well,
8: you can leave for the castle pretty soon, Tom. Taking down your cousin Henry's confession now.
1: Worthless bunch of vultures. Won't be pestered anymore. Sure, sure, Tom. You've got your privacy.
8: You know, we did stop you from doing the one thing that really would have been wrong.
1: Do I appreciate it? Obligations ain't for me, young lady.
8: The reason people pester you is because of your gold. And I thought maybe you'd tell us what...
1: (laughs) Tell you a secret. Sure, I got barbed wire and fences... But I never actually said I have gold, did I?
8: What? Oh, for the
1: love... Oh, George, come on, let's get out of here. Jump on conclusions, like everybody else. Oh,
2: that
8: awful man. George, I want to go out someplace and go dancing and forget about
7: him.
1: Okay, spend my gold.
8: Well, at least I know you haven't got any.
7: (laughs) I'll tell you something that'll worry you for years. You notice Tom didn't say he didn't have any either. (laughs)
0: You have just heard nothing but the truth, another Let George Do It adventure. Robert Bailey was starred as George Valentine, with Virginia Gregg as Brooksy. David Victor and Jackson Gillis wrote the story with music by Eddie Dunstetter. Now this is yours truly, inviting you to another visit with Valentine, when you will again hear what happens when you Let George Do It.
5: And that is Let George Do It, November twenty seventh, 1950. Nothing but the truth was the name of that episode. Bob Bailey starring as uh, Valentine, along with Virginia Gregg in the cast, her Butterfield, Joe Forte, Herb Vigran, Charlie Long, and Marjorie Bennett. Good uh, good cast there. Bud Heaston doing the announcing as heard on Mutual. I hope you enjoyed Let George Do It. Now, something that I know you will enjoy, especially if you have a cat, is winning a year's supply of Cat's Pride kitty litter. How about that, right, Lisa? That would be a treat. Tell all of our listeners about it. I was about to. (laughs) All right, go ahead. I'll just be quiet.
2: Are you sure you can do that? I'm going to just...
5: Not talk.
2: That's impossible for you. While you you talk,
5: (laughs) I I will sit here being silent.
2: (laughs) All right. So if you would like to win a year's supply of Cats Pride Kitty Litter, we have a drawing at the end of each month. So at the end of October, we will have a drawing from everybody that sends us a picture of them with their cat. And we need your name and your cat's name and your city and state. And we need you to send it to catspridephoto at gmail.com. That's catspridephoto.com. At gmail.com, we will pick one lucky winner at the end of each month, and we'll be doing this for an entire year. So this is very exciting.
5: Right, and you say send, but you mean email, right?
2: Email. Yes, email, email
5: it. Email it to catspridephoto at gmail.com. That's
2: a way of sending Pretty good, huh, Lisa? That's a way of sending.
5: Yeah, we're getting all these pictures in. It's terrific. It's so fun to see uh, our listeners along with their kitty cat And some of our listeners are even telling us a little story about their cats. Great. So send that to us here at Cats Pride Photo. At gmail.com. So
2: much for you being quiet.
5: Right. Well, okay.
2: I, I did. I, I was quiet for about, I don't mm-hmm, know. Three seconds. Two minutes there. <laughs> two minutes. All right, let's up. take a
5: break. Then it's more here on Hollywood 360. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari, brought to you by Reader's Digest. In our next hour, it's a great Western adventure of gun smoke. You won't want to miss that. Prior to that, though, our national movie critic Sarah Adamson will be here to talk about two films that recently released, The Intern and Pawn Sacrifice. That's in our next hour. Stick around here. We'll return in a minute.